Thanks for tuning in to Turbo Sports Radio. In this edition, Jono hosts another episode of his exclusive Warhammer 40k podcast, Turbo Tabletop. Get ready to embark on a journey through the immersive universe of Warhammer, where mighty armies clash and epic battles unfold. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or a fresh recruit, Turbo Tabletop is your go-to source for tactical insights, army building strategies, and the latest news from the front lines. Now let's play the theme tune. Hello and welcome to another episode of Turbo Tabletop. This week I am joined by quite a few people. Uh, we've got Ollie. Hiya. Uh, Smithy. Hello. <laughs> Isaac. Hi. And Mozzie. Hello. Um, we're... A data slate is right round the corner. It's currently Alvio this weekend. Do, I don't know who's winning it or what. Orcs were looking spicy, I think. I, th- I think Orcs were having a good match, but I imagine it'll be... Care space means Eldar or Necrons that win it. Yeah. Probably chaos. Probably chaos. Um, <laughs> but the <laughs> the data slate uh, is coming out uh, probably Thursday, and we're going to make some predictions, uh, and we'll see how true they are. So we'll get into it. Probably not very. Probably yeah. not. Do we want to do like our personal pet factions first, and then go into like a wider, yeah, like a wider meta commentary? Yeah. So we'll start off with Death Guard then in that case. So I don't think the Death Guard are going to get affected at all, really. Like, directly, I think Typhus might go up in points because I don't think Games Workshop ever expected anyone to run Typhus solo just to (laughs) deploy teleport homers and just absorb shots, Um, which for 100 points on a little 40mm base... He can just come He's in sneaky. anyway, yeah. 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 Um, it's the same weird boy in the Orcs list as the same thing. <laughs> he can just the jump himself. Yeah, well, he actually doesn't blow himself up. But <laughs> <laughs> he can do the Chaos Sorcerer and Terminator Armour in Chaos as well. Yeah. yeah. Michael so. Nurgle, loan up for one CP. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's better. Um, so I don't think they're going to uh, see much. They're, they're sitting pretty at... I th- I've got the meta watch here. Bang 50%. On, bang on 50%. Is it bang on 50? Yeah, 50%. Right in the sweet spot. Look at that. No changes. Yeah. We're well, good. Maintain. What do the, like, the comp Death Guard list look like? Are they all running like a war dog? Uh, I think a lot of them are, yeah. Um, the It's like a triple rhino, lots of plague marines, and then kind of whatever you want. <laughs> it's If you want to go down the like triple plague burst crawler, you can. Um but you can, I'm taking lots of demon engines. And it, I think it will do all right. The The one thing that needs to be clarified is the Mortarian ability. Because the FAQ from the World Championships. World Championships ruled it how no one wants it to be ruled. By no uh, one, he means Death Guard players. Uh, and also, like, <laughs> whatever the... Um, who, what's the character from Custodes? Oh, Trajan Yeah, yeah. Where it only affects top line stats, like his movement, which other than the fucking Doom Spinner, nothing is that it doesn't. He doesn't care about that. It's about like armor of contempt and indirect and the weapon stats, which according to that FAQ, he can't like ignore. Rules as written, though, the FAQ is 
is right because it's the a model's characteristics, not a weapon's characteristic. Yeah, so but they it's need like to change the wording as well. Yeah, is is it all encompassing? No, because a model has a weapon. Yeah, but weapons are interchangeable. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, yeah, but there's, there's still. There's still the, I think it's going to be ruled against the models. Like, let me have hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I think that's that's all the Death Guard can expect. Um, Mozzie, is there anything for? Um, well, two of my pet factions <laughs> are currently bottom of the list, being Custodes <laughs> and Drakari. Um, I reckon <laughs> Custodes are going to see some minor changes, probably points wise, because they just don't know what else to do with them until they get their codex. Yeah. Um, mean points if the squad sizes get changed again. <laughs> um, but otherwise I think that's all they'll see because they're in that really tough spot right with the mortal wound changes yeah. that kind of just screwed their identity in the data slate over completely Yeah. so they're kind of just stuck in that weird have they said when their codex is coming out? Um, I think they have announced it now actually I think it's one of the ones this year yeah, okay. I think it's uh, in the pipeline sort of thing yeah. so hopefully when that comes out they have fixed it to like Ignore like dev wounds or hopefully, or yeah. And there'll be other shield yeah. host options that oh, people yeah, can just I'm go, sure. oh, we'll just ignore this one and use the better one. <laughs> yeah. Custodes yeah. um, are after orcs. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then Drakari. Uh, I don't know. They just don't know what they're doing with Drakari at the moment. <laughs> and I, th- I don't think there are any changes they can make in their current state to make them playable. Like they can drop points again, but you're already needing a small van to bring a two K army for Jakari. So Yeah. Do they need a new unit to like what are they lacking? Survivability really, I think. Like their like the Harlequins thing, just two glass cannon. Yeah, their power from pain rule is really cool. Like when it came out on paper it looked great. Yeah. But the problem is they're just so paper thin. It's really hard to do it and like you have that one grey alpha strike and if you go up against a faction that's just I'm all re-rolls two plus saves you're like well I guess I die <laughs> like custodies <So>. yeah <laughs> yeah they are a great match anyone else <laughs> um, alright then Isaac chaos here we go the big one yeah no um, changes they're fine I think chaos uh Basically, I think really massively benefit from the last data slate where Custodes got a bit of a nerf, um, where Eldar got a big nerf, and then kind of the people that were, I say a big nerf, a nerf for Eldar, the people that were preying on Chaos kind of vanished as top factions, um, and Chaos became the the melee faction, um, but also with the Forge Fiends and the Blood Raiders, a really pretty good shooting faction as well. Uh, the points drops they brought in to internally balance the codex for Chosen and Lords, which people just weren't running, uh, have meant that now everyone's running them, and they're really good, particularly with um, the 1CP strap for full hits and wins rerolls for Mark of Undivided units. So those big Chosen blobs with Lords, you've got two you've got two units on the board that are getting full rerolls to hit and wound, um, which is quite spicy. The Accursed Cultists um, are... Clearly a bit of an issue, they need to go up in points. I think the big hammer would be preventing dark communes from joining them if they really wanted to nerf them. Hmm. And I think that would be a shame from a thematic point because it is cool to have your kind of dribbling, gribbly boys being led by 
some sort of demonic unit. They're like just herding them around, <laughs> yeah, aren't they? So yeah, so it would be a real shame if that's where the hammer fell. Um, I think putting up Forge Fiends and Obliterators again would just render them unplayable because they already went up by like 20 points each in the last data slate. That's oh, right, the uh, field manual. So I think pushing them up even more, I think what they really need to do is to, to kind of encourage you to take other options. A lot of people aren't running the 12 Obliterators or the, you know, the two blocks of four anymore. Um, and Forge Fiends seem to be dropping down to about one a, one a list rather than the three that we had at one point. I'd like to see Abaddon come down points-wise. He went up and he's not seen play really. Um, people are not running Chaos Terminators, they're not running Abaddon where it was a staple at the start of 10th edition. Um, Abaddon's being run as a solo lunatic if any army is running him and he's just running around, <laughs> jumping out and killing one thing. And then, um, <laughs> So I think I'd like to see Abaddon maybe come down back to where he was. It was only about 20 or 30 points. How, how many points is he now? I think he's about 310, 320. Okay. Um, and he's, you know, he's not the Abaddon of 9th edition. He's not a one-man army. He's still very good, objectively, mm. and he's a good force multiplier. But he, um, he just needs, uh, I think, to be usable again in the way that he was meant to be used, not... I'm running in with five legionaries because I need five bodies to absorb some wounds to drop him <laughs> into melee so that he can kill one big unit. Yeah. Um, I think that they've definitely people have figured them out. They're not winning five, six tournaments a weekend anymore. I think last week they won one. Um, you know, th they are dropping in the win percentages. I think it's down to about fifty-three. Games Workshop have them. I think bang on at fifty-four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fifty-four. So they're obviously still a bit in the danger spot, but I think it needs to be more of a internal tweaks rather than. Heavy nerfs. You want to make some of the units like legionaries, traitor guardsmen, um, Mauler fiends, your havocs more appealing, so that you're not just rushing straight into the living arms of obliterators and forge fiends and accursed cultists. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it with too heavy of a hand. Yeah, otherwise they become unplayable. They've got a codex around the corner in a month or two, probably. So they might actually remain. They might just stay untouched, and GW be quite happy to let it ride out until the codex drops. Because they are, um, it's not bad shot, I think, actually. just after Custodes. So they, they might do that. Yeah. Um, and then the only other faction I play is Dark Angels, who are Junior Codex. I'm not going to get Doom and Gloom on that. The only, I think, data select change they could make to Dark Angels would be, and as Mozzie said with Custodes, the way that Mortal Wounds worked. If they check, because the Watchers in the Dark give you a 4 up feel no pain once per game against Mortal Wounds. There aren't really any mortal wounds in the game en masse anymore, unless you're talking like a Grey Knight Librarian. So changing that to a 5 but feel no pain once per turn. So I get the 4 up suppressive against dev wounds, but just tweaking it a yeah. little bit so those watches in the dark and the lion with his 4 up feel no pain just have those. An option for them to see play, not on the one tank shock you're going to see in a game. Um, so I think that'd be, that's the only tweak I would really suggest to Dark Angels, and that's not from a balancing point of view, it's just so that a cool unit thing has a function again, not just the yeah. And there are sub, there, you know, there are sub fifty faction, and that's a sub fifty faction not using their detachment rule. They're having to use Gladius, a Vanguard, or occasionally the Firestorm, um, or Ironstorm, the, the the Dreadnought one. Oh yeah. Um, so I just want to see them playable with their own detachment rules, and yeah, that would be me happy. But Chaos might get really hurt. Smithy. <laughs> um, yeah, so the I guess the, the kind of three factions I've been maining lately, Space Wolves, Gene Sealer Colts and Chaos Knights, are actually sitting kind of healthy. Um, yeah, they're all at like, like 49, 50. Yeah, exactly. So I, again, I think I'm hoping to see something 
like has been mentioned, changes to how feel no pains against mortal wounds are done. Because there yeah. seems to be, again, a lot of that just knocking out a unit's ability to mitigate any damage mm. that it usually could. Um, so whether or not they will change death wounds to be, okay, it will count as a mortal wound for the purposes of feel no pain, but you still take all of that damage on a single model. Yeah. Um, which would be a, a simple way around that, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I think I'm wondering if we'll see a change to the um, limitation on only being able to use battle tactic stratagems for free. Because as we've seen with the Necron Codex, we were talking about this the other day, where there's mm. the one detachment has like no useful battle tactics, and another one has like two thirds of its stratagems <laughs> yeah. are battle tactics, and they're all incredible. Um, and as we've seen, the, the uh, Canoptic Court, their one to cause death wounds, has already been changed because you could just stick a Lord with a, a Cryptek unit of immortals and use that twice in a turn. Yeah. And it was a bit oppressive. And again, that's saying, going back to death wounds, not mortal wounds, even stuff with a feel no pain against mortals couldn't counter it. Yeah, there's a couple of just generic rules that they need to change, right? Um, yeah, and I think it's like we've been saying, it's all been very sort of like, make sure the rules are out there and then kind of stick a plaster on it as it's been going along and they've been figuring out what works, what doesn't. And hopefully with these codexes coming out, we'll start seeing a bit more balance. Yeah, um, I suppose, yeah, it's, it's about time as well. With the, yeah. with the data slate, obviously six months ago, there were no... What? Just the Marine and Tyranid Codex? Yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah, so now that they're they're out there, they can it, undo some of the changes they've done. That's it, and yeah. having, you know, you know, six or five, six, whatever it is, new detachments for Necron, same with Deathless Mechanic. It's a, it's a lot more balancing to sort of work around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's kind of what I'm expecting beyond the obvious stuff, which I think Ollie's going to mention with Eldari. <laughs> yeah, so Ollie, your your orcs, I am your um, green boys. I, I think they're in a pretty decent, uh, healthy spot at the minute. I think I don't know how it looks about fifty three percent. That's what games were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I can see is like ninety percent of lists are running Mosrog, Flash Gits, Captain Badrock, and a big squad of Squidcock boys. I can see them getting points increases just because they are they are too efficient. Sure. Like I, in my game on Thursday, <clears throat> I was playing against Tau. Mozrog sat in the middle of the board. He doesn't have low knock, he doesn't have stealth. He's just got stats. He sat there <laughs> and took the shooting from two three-man squads of crisis suits, a squad of breachers, tetras, um, and a broadside, and was alive at the end of it. And Insane. He, he finally died on an overwatch <laughs> when he charged one of the squads of crisis suits. So... He's 190-ish points at the minute, mm. and he blanked a thousand points worth of shooting easily. Like, that's that that's not healthy. No. <laughs> um, the flash gets and bad ruck. Um, they're pretty much a point and delete unit, um, especially when you've gotten them out of the transport. You pop the lethal hits. Um, I think the best I've seen was I hit 53 hits out of a squad of 10. Fucking hell. Which <laughs> there's only they only have forty shots, <laughs> so <laughs> with all the rerolls and everything, that's quite impressive. Um, so I can see them getting a, a 
point type. And again, the Square Cog Boys are better Terminators. T7, three wounds. Um, if you're playing it right, five up in Vuln, uh, five up in no pain, and they move ten inches. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Death Guard Terminators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. I wish they moved. They'll kill pretty much anything in melee, so I can see them getting hiked up as well. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I don't think there's any like rules changes or stat line changes that they need to see. I think it can be fixed with points. We've um, just had a text from Steve <laughs> confirming the top 16 for LVO. Oh, okay. What are they? So we've got Eldari, uh, this is the seeding, Eldari number one, Chaos number two, Necrons number three, Astra <laughs> Militarum, Eldari, Leagues of Votan, Leagues of Votan, Black Templars, Raven Guard, um, High Fleet Hydra, Blood Angels, Adeptus Serotas, um, Asinari, Necrons, Tau, Grey Knights, Leagues of Votan, and Chaos Space Marines. So Leagues of Votan, I think, mm. putting in Leagues of Votan and Eldar putting in the highest number of spots. Chaos in second and last of the top eight. Sorry, top eighteen, not top sixteen there. Um, but actually, quite a diverse. Yeah, he's yeah. the uh, Astra Militarum guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. get it. Well, I as well. Yeah. I was surprised to hear see Tau in there, and then I saw it was Kyle Grundy playing them, who was yeah. like, he is the Tau man. You think he's <laughs> played Tau since they came out and done well with them consistently. Um, it's nice that uh, Eldar are in top seed, though, because that leads us quite nicely <laughs> into, <laughs> into my patented, what I think should happen. Because uh, I think so far they've only seen points hikes. Um, Phantasm saw a nerf. Phantasm saw a nerf, yeah. and uh, Fate Dice saw a little nerf, but not a real yeah. nerf. Like a, well, it's a once per once turn? Per phase. It, phase was, yeah. it was more of a side grade. Than yeah, a nerf, it was. A, it was a power redistribution, but <laughs> <laughs> of an insane ability. <laughs> um, the Night Spinner, one of their key units, uh, with the Doom Weaver. We were talking about this just before we started. I think the only way that you fix that is by removing something from it. So for anyone who doesn't know, it's 48-inch range, indirect fire, D6 plus 3 shots, hits on 3s, strength 7, damage 2, blast, dev wounds, twin-linked, and if it hits, it slows you by 2 inches. It doesn't even have to wound you. So it's averaging it's averaging 6 to 7 shots um, each time it fires. That's if it's getting nothing from blast. And on a 3-up... It's probably going to hit you unless they roll real cold, and then you just can't move. It's the anti-accursed cultist gun. Yeah, uh, well, terminators. Yeah. That they yeah. move five base. You shoot them. You <laughs> terminator moves three inches. What are you going to do? <laughs> My terminators would move two. Yeah, and a bit of moves two. That, <laughs> that unit at that point is just out of the game. Yeah, like it's going nowhere. You don't need to um, kill them. They kill themselves. <coughs> they? Yeah. But then because it's also blast, strength seven, damage two. Twin link. What's the AP? Uh, no AP. No AP. That's the only thing he hasn't got. It also just wipes out chaff units. So your little your little scoring unit, like your your Gretchen or your your Nurglings or whatever you've put on a objective somewhere, they just die, and that reduces the movement to zero when they're dead. So I think <laughs> it needs to lose either some of the lethality. I, I would rather see it lose the lethality than the control because the control aspect of it is more interesting. It stops you from advancing as well. It stops you from advancing. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't oh, even get on. that far. <laughs> you ran out of reading. Yeah. yeah. So make it make it strength four, damage one. And then it's fine. It still yeah. kills 
it still kills like your little toughness three pleb units that are sat on an objective. Fine, it can be it can do that because they're not moving anyway. Or if you need it to slow something down, all you have to do is hit. That's fine, but it can't it can't have it all. I think that you slowing something down if you hit a mechanic works if your gun has like two or three shots where you, there's a there's a good yeah, chance you'll miss. miss, but not when you're <laughs> going. Oh, that's it. Unit of 21, because um, it's a cursed cultist, I've got an extra four shots, D6 plus three, I'm at like 13 <laughs> shots already. Oh, it's indirect, but I've still hit with seven of them. Yeah, and then, and then strength seven, twin link, so you're wounding pretty much all infantry, you're wounding on three and infantry. And you fake dice in there to make sure that D6 shots is six shots. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... It's with the, the 48 inch range as well. Like again, if that, was, if that was like an 18 or 24, mm. you could kind of get it. Okay, not so bad. So yeah, yeah. something has got to be changed on the actual rules for it, because Eldar aren't due a codex for a long time. I think they'll probably get points increases rather than... Yeah, which is a shame, because like, how many points is how many points is enough to make that not efficient? Well, that's I mean, it's like we were saying before we started, right? Eldar aren't massively overpowered in one particular area, but everything's really efficient for what it is. So yeah. you nerf one thing, Eldar players just go, okay, we'll take the next it's like we, you were really efficient with, unit and with, spam that. With Chaos, internally they were quite unbalanced. Yeah. Eldar, internally everything's quite well balanced. It's all around the sort of the middle mark of power, but that just means everything's good. So when you nerf one thing, like the next thing just slots in. Chaos's <laughs> problem was <laughs> there was some standout stuff that everyone was taking. And then they went, oh, we'd like them to take other things and then made the other good options cheaper mm. rather than going, let's increase the stuff everyone's taking and see how it goes. They dropped down the good stuff that was just not as good as the great stuff. Yeah. So you ended up with 100, I think it's 110 points for a unit chosen or 100 points. They're only about 10 points more than legionaries. They've got three wounds, which makes them absurdly efficient. Most <laughs> things in the game now are about AP2, so you don't need invulnerable save because <laughs> you're at a five up is, you know, an old Terminator involved. Mm, yeah. And then they will cane anything they fight in melee because they one CP or free with your Lord, full hits and wounds rerolls, sixes explode. Um, they're absurdly efficient for what they are. And they should be cool because they're chosen warriors of the long war, but they shouldn't be 110 points for a, I'm going to murder a squad of Terminators cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. Aldar saw a bit of a nerf indirectly from the last day of Slate, where it was towering units can overwatch. Mm, and that stopped yeah. people bringing... Wraith Knight? Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe there'll be another like just game rebalance. I would like to see that rule reversed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Purely as a, a selfish Chaos Knights player. like With things like that, that blanket change like removed a couple of units altogether from Chaos Knights, right? Yeah. Like the um, the tyrant with the the big dark flame cannon or whatever it's yeah. called um, yeah. was worth taking for once <laughs> in competitive Chaos Knights list, which is great. You love to see it, and then they changed it so they can't Overwatch and now it's useless again. Uh, and the gorgeous new Serastus Knight with the big flame cannon. Yeah. No point taking that because it's one gun. It just it does nothing. So, like, with rules like that, you could include it on the data sheet for the... Yeah, yeah. That's the Eldar one, right? 
and then remove that problem altogether. It's like this unit can't Overwatch. Yeah, because it wasn't problematic for. No, that was the only problem yeah. with Titanic. You've been able to Overwatch was the Wraith Knight. Yeah, and, and everything else. And the, the Titanic the, suffered because of it. The the, the, the terrain visibility yeah. as well kind yeah. of really helped. Yeah, I, I think, think that, that role is now in a really yeah. good it place. Makes a lot it feels so much better to play. Well, you yeah. got penalised because Imperial Knights were doing well as well. It wasn't a, you know, the top dogs at the start of the edition were. Yeah. Um, Custodes were pretty good. Aldari were insane. Gene Silver Colts were really good. Uh, Imperial Knights were really good. And they went, oh, Imperial Knights were a problem. Let's just nerf Titanic units. And Chaos Knights were sitting there. But now they made <laughs> the right nerf to Imperial Knights. Yeah. I think it's a good time to, to undo some yeah. of the damage. Yeah. <coughs> um, so, the, sorry. Go something I always thought was really weird about the Titanic rules in general is that they can move over ruins that are four inches in height but none of the standard ruins are four inches in height apart from the ones you can move over anyway just change the wording of the rule they can move over ruins because that's yeah. clearly what it's intended to do yeah yeah they say four inches but then in the games workshop tournament pack it's like these ruins are over four inches Part of oh. ITC now, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. Because ITC used different terrain layouts, is that correct? It's basically the UKTC, yeah. which is the smaller ruins. Um, yeah, smaller. It's just owl shapes, really. So the small ones and then... Classic ninth edition terrain yeah. layout, isn't it? And then you both sides will have one of those giant ones, typically. It will be interesting to see if the data slate is impacted by that partnership. Because if, you're, if you've got less of the GW terrain, the two-inch ruins that monsters, mounted yeah. units, etc. can go over in tournament play. I, I think that partnership has happened too recently. Did the yeah, yeah I mean, moving forward, because when you've got units like Angron, Mortarium, the Lion, you, some of your orc-mounted units, that, they're going to take weeks to navigate some of these boards. <laughs> yeah. And that, Thank God Gasgol's in entry. <clears throat> yeah, thank God Abaddon is. <laughs> but you know, the Lion doesn't see play anyway. He's not going to see play. Now he's had a bit of a nerf, I'm going to keep quiet on that. And if he's having to walk around every ruin on the table and keep his three-inch, you know, tapping into a unit to maintain his load yeah. up. He's an old man, he can't climb. <laughs> like it's, it's I wouldn't mind if that was the yeah, rule. Yeah. Also, like, just narratively, are you telling me that like a knight can't bust through a wall? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what they do. They walk through a building while they're shooting <laughs> the guys on the other side of it. Yeah, although obviously it would then remove the <coughs> Uh, Knights of Shade, I think it is. Strand, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is one of the better ones. Yeah, Chaos which is just sort really of cool. shadow phase through anything. Which the Imperial Knights don't get. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you almost want to have like a monsters can move through ruins, but they lose two inches to their movement. Or, yeah. something or, or, like that. or you yeah. have to advance or something because you need that momentum behind you. I like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got to charge through the wall. No, yeah. no pussyfooting around and get through the wall. The thematic rule change, I like that. Let's, yeah. let's go with that. No. There's a line in the line in the center of the forest when the lion punches somebody and he says it was like punching steel, but the lion had punched steel before and the steel had come off worse. And you're, that's, you know, a line like that, he's not going to look at a ruin and go, oh, bollocks! Right, it's, not, it's not him, it's his little watches. Right? They can't climb through the windows, they're too short. So you have to find a way around. My lord, the architecture can't be damaged. You're right. Look at the crown moulding, my lord. <laughs> the rose ceilings. But yeah, I, I, I always thought that was silly, that knights, titanic units can't just walk over through, round, above. Because they buildings. could in ninth, right? I'm not making that up. They could just walk through ruins. Uh, no, buildings couldn't. Their vehicles could never go through ruins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they could in ninth. No, no, you wrong, was he? That was a long time ago. <laughs> I am an old man. Um, a generic change I want to see 
is to Battleshock because it is just lame at the moment. Especially for a space marine. <laughs> and it doesn't have a huge effect. It only comes up like when you need to control an objective and chances are it's like, I need to pass it so I can control that and score the points. I'll just do the once per game and, and roll with it. I, that's two CP now though and you have to use it before you roll. Yes, yeah, the time that's much better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah I, that's a good strat. It's, but, it's in a weird position, isn't it? Because I've had some games where Battleshock has actually made all the difference, but it seems to be nothing or everything. There's never that it's nice just, in between. It's, it's just kind of a boring rule. Like yeah. The, the, the Tyranid ability uses it quite well, where you get one turn where you force everything in their army to take a Battleshock test, and then you can go for the objectives where they've failed. Yeah. But most of the time, like everything's so lethal that your unit that's at below half strength, like, oh great, my the one character that was leading that unit is Battleshot. Fine, he's just going to charge something. Like he's got no AC. I'm just going to yeah. plant him in something, hope he does anything. The the change I want to see is how long it lasts when you are Battleshot, because <coughs> if if you if you Battleshot something in your turn. And you haven't dropped it down to below yeah. half strength, they just automatically pass. I think if you fail it, you have to retake it until you pass well, it again. Yeah, like, like Heresy, because we, yeah. me and Isaac played a Heresy game on Thursday, and one of my 20 blob <laughs> of Marines was just battle shocked for like three turns. It's just away. back. And yeah, exactly. And yeah. again, there's that recovery that you have to try and do. And, but yeah, when they incorporate again, you lose a combat, you. Uh, I think as you add the wounds that you lost by to the leadership role, you remove it from the leadership role. Because mm. that was the old, that was old ninth morale exactly, checks. Yeah. The problem was they ran away. Yeah. Like you just yeah. playing guard, you lose six models. <laughs> That's it. Or whether, but if this was instead, you just stay battle shot. Was yeah. it fifth edition that when they you rolled to see how far your unit ran away? And then your opponent could roll to chase. And if they, yeah, yeah, and if exactly. they rolled further, yeah. they just yeah, cut I think it was like back in third and yeah. fourth, where yeah. like it was the continuous battle shock. And yeah. if you didn't make it, your unit just kept running backwards. <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Which I get the the wanting. Obviously, you don't want the game systems to be exactly the same because otherwise, then there's very little point in having yeah. separate rule sets. But it's maybe borrowing just a little bit. It would be a buff to other armies as well. Like Tyrians get a little bit of a buff. Dark Angels, that Unforgiven whole. Unforgiven Task Force detachment is about like you battle shocked me. I don't care. I'm still on the objective. I'm OC three still because I've got my standards and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and not just that. My captain and my unit here. He's got a relic, and that relic when he's battle shocked goes nuts. <laughs> I've now got a four up feel no pain. He's got you know he's got an extra strength and an attack because yeah. we've we've got a grim resolve. But that whole detachment falls apart because you're a space room with leadership six. The lion's leadership five. No one is failing a battle shock test very often in your army. <laughs> the entire co- entire index is seven plus. Yeah. <laughs> but even I think the the gradients there of like a space marine is leadership six and a guardsman I think is leadership seven. A space yeah. marine knows no fear and they're only slightly braver than a guardsman. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a two d six roll as well. So it's, if there's not even that excuse of this is a one d six roll, like, and a d six doesn't have enough options, so we're quite limited there. You could be leadership ten. Yeah, and yeah. I I like the what happens when you fail it. It's just the rest of it. I think needs a 
little tweak. But is there anything else that you think, like, generically would need a change? I think... I don't know what the change would be, so I feel like I don't really <laughs> say it, but something needs to be done about, like, feel, feel no pains in multi-wound units because they just take a long time. I don't know how you fix the problem. Stop handing them out so willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah. Give every unit a feel no pain and then the problem goes away. <coughs> like, hopefully in codexes we'll see, like, less sporadic feel no pains on units to make them seem tougher. Yeah, like, Beast Nagger Boys are one wound units with a six-up feel no pain. So it barely does anything. But you have to roll it. Because... If you survive, then great. But most of the time, you're like, I need double sixes. <clears throat> yeah, but at least those ones, you can like roll a bunch of them together. Yeah, yeah. It's when they're two wounds and three wound models with characters and they, different stuff going on. Accursed Cultists are a good example because in Gretchen units, you have a Runt Herd who is T5, but whilst he's in the unit, he's T2. So why not in mixed profile units? So I think drones in ninth edition did it for Tau. You just use the profile of the one that there's most of. Oh right, yeah. Maybe. So you just yeah. Whereas now it's the character has to use the toughness of the unit he joins, doesn't he? Yeah. So like the cursed cultists, they're what they're like. They're all T four, um, but they've got different strength profiles and different wound profiles. Yeah. So the the problem is that and the you play well by judging on I've been hit with a you know a damage six gun. That's going on my one wound guy. Yeah. So he's going to fail. He's going to pass a fearless five up in Vaughn. I'm going to take six feel on pens really quickly. He's dead. But you hit me with a one damage gun. That's going on the three wounds guy. So it doesn't lend itself to quick play. And it, you should, GW, you need more of a standardized, like, this is how to do it, not a, I have to watch three or specs tactics videos and then a Vanguard <laughs> tactics video to try and figure out That's how to speed roll. Like, it's a similar thing to the, um, it's gone now. The codex has come out. The warrior blob uh, in Necrons mm. that it just takes so long to do all of your saves, um, or the twenty-man crusader blob in Templars, yeah. where they've got the neophytes mixed in. It's just like the process of allocating the wounds, making the saves, doing the feel no pains, removing the models. All right, that's the next sequence of attacks uh, at the tournament we went to I literally had a guy time out <laughs> because it, my activation to shoot his warriors took a tenth of the time that it took him to make the saves and then I think the best the best way I've seen to do it is slow roll the saves but don't roll the feel no pains yet so roll all your saves like once you know 10-12 yeah. and then if it's two damage take your two dice and go first one right he's still alive delete Right, he's dead, and you work your way down that line yeah, that so that sequentially sense. you can be like, I'm going to start on the little guys, um, and then I'll work onto the big guys and the cursed cultists or whatever, and you kind of bomb your way down the line until you pass or fail enough that the unit's gone. But again, that's not something that if you're new to the game, you can yeah, equip it's with. Not, uh, it's well, also it's quicker, but it's not fast, right? Like you're still rolling for individual models in a unit at a time. So it's really it requires you to be sensible, I guess. But let's face it, a lot of Warhammer players aren't sensible. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, <laughs> the I think the fastest way to even do it would be rather than saying you take the feel no pain for, and it's not a good not a good fix, just to be clear. But rather, the feel no pain is you reroll a save. So it's not great in terms of if you've got a two up armor save and you reroll on a two up armor save that makes you borderline unkillable 
but at least you've got a... Or you reroll the save with minus two to the roll to a minimum of six, or something like that, mm. so that you're not having to go, that's a six damage gun, I'm rolling six dice, but then it, it does neuter those big damage guns sure, that might yeah. have five wounds and something. Yeah. But at least then it's quick. It's, I failed the roll, I reroll, I've rolled a five, I needed a three, he's dead. But again, it just it doesn't sit right, but it's the only quick I thing. Do, I, I, can do, think I think it, it's just in combination with mixed profile units. It just makes slows the game down a lot. And inexperienced but players. I, yeah, and... I also don't know how to fix that. So, uh, hopefully, with Games Workshop having partnered with ITC and Best Coast Parents as well, I hope there's some kind of like tournament organizer, mm-hmm. judge, information sharing. Kind of just like program or something like, and have a step by step thing. H- have you ever seen the the Pokemon? No. Um, there is for the judges an actual breakdown of the attack sequence. Yeah. Which in Pokemon it's really fucking easy. Like to a generic, oh, just attack, deal damage. Is it dead? Cool, it's gone. There's so many steps that all these little cards that sometimes have an interaction with but they've officially put this out and you can access it you can break it down yeah there needs to be actual things like that we've, for like feel no pains but we've not had a proper FAQ yet have we <laughs> no like, there's not been a proper FAQ to 10th yet that tidies up so many of that we've had, we've had a long conversation about can you disembark <laughs> once you arrive from reserves and rules is written you can it feels like you maybe that wasn't the intent but you can and yeah. the World Championships have said you can't, but technically you can unless you're using one niche. The, the World Championships thing says you can, but you can't charge. Oh, so is you, it? You can disembark, mm-hmm. but you can't charge. I'll look for the later. Um, but it, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's because competitive's really only been taken seriously by GW since like end of ninth. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it was. So it's like tenth is the real first competitive edition, yeah. for, for yeah. better or worse. Tenth was the. The, sorry, the World Championships happened, what, a couple of months ago? Yeah. And that was the first real GW we're taking the competitive thing seriously. Oh, yeah, no. They can't disembark in World Championship rules. Sorry? Yeah, are embarked units able to disembark? No. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so That's that, the same one that Newt is Morty. Yeah. The, if they don't mention anything, if it's not in the really wordy um, rules, rules commentary... Then, uh, which makes things more convoluted. <laughs> the shooting phase ones are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll just go wild. Uh, but the did you read the article where Games Workshop say on the Warhammer Community website that they're partnering with these no, places? No, 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 I was teaching there's, you in English. There's got to be uh, a path to World Championships. Oh, so, right. like, because it's all got to be not necessarily controlled by them but part of them they can internally track you and you might get an invite to the world championship that's cool that's rather than winning one of their things and getting a golden ticket but but they haven't suggested any metric by which that'll happen yet or not yet I, I, they've literally just said well, we, we've just yeah, yeah. Like, we're not going to oh, change okay. anything yet but obviously coming from the world of card games Magic the Gathering used to have a really clear path to getting to Worlds and then they were like, oh, we're going to be more loosey-goosey with it because we want to be able to invite influencers and streamers. And everyone hated it. And then someone invented Flesh and Blood and was like, hey, 
here's a game with a really clear path <laughs> and stole the competitive scene yeah. away from MTG. Um, so it'd be nice. Obviously, it's early days. I'm not. This isn't a criticism. Be, I'm looking forward to seeing their. Yeah, yeah it'd, be, it'd be nice to see some kind of organised play at a store level that yeah. supports that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah like, like you have in TCGs. And yeah. they, they said it like the <clears throat> the tournament kits that they supply are going to be better and easier to Which run. Mean, they're already the quite. I mean, taking a positive stance, they're already quite nice. The stuff. Oh, the oh, shop yeah. Is oh right. yeah, and yeah. it's like, yeah, hopefully. This is a good sign. Yeah, this, this isn't a criticism. It's no, 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 like 100%. A, a yeah. Blue Dream. Sky's thinking. Dream, yeah. But yeah, they're going to be, uh, from what I can gather, taking the uh, ITC standings, bringing it to BCP, and it's all going to be in one place. Because the problem with Best Coast Parents at the moment is it still says 2020 rankings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's every edition. Like, you click on someone's name, and it tells you their, like, Oh, this is Isaac's generic standing. Yeah, from all the tournaments, regardless of edition, regardless of army that he's played. I love those ninth edition Deathwing wins. Yeah, <laughs> propping you up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll see some good changes, and uh, then we'll wrap up there. We've got a twelve k game to play. Yeah, uh, technically twenty four in total. Well, you don't call it a four k game. No, 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 no. Twenty flex on podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You need that clickbait title, right? Yeah, twenty four k game played, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, done. Yeah. See ya.